Good morning, and we are joined as we are at this time uh, every month, the mayor of the city of Batesville, Mike Best. Good morning to you, Mr. Mayor. How are you doing this morning? Good morning. Thank. I'm feeling good today. Thank you for having me on again. Always a pleasure to have you over here and uh, tell us what's uh, going on as far as uh, the city's concerned and uh, recap uh, Monday night's uh, Board of Works and uh, City Council meeting. And, of course, uh, the Board of Works, uh, that meeting was as quick as a hiccup because <laughs> you only had one uh, one item on there. That's right. We had one item. And so, like almost every month, we, we have some sort of a request that comes from a local organization that's doing uh, – more prominently, a 5Ks, 10Ks, uh, some kind of a walk-run event, uh, or um, sometimes we'll have Main Street wants to do something in a parking lot somewhere. We have a group that wants to do something in a parking lot, and so uh, like every month we had a, we had another request. And now this one is actually off into the distance, and so people have gotten a little bit better about getting them to us early. And so we have a local organization that works in with autism. Uh, the Bath, Bath ABA group, and so they made a request to have a 5K that they would like to have on April 1st of next year, and and so they're looking to have this around Liberty Park and Brumwoods. There's kind of a path that a number of our 5K groups use, and so they're looking to do that uh, this coming spring, and so that was our loan item on the Board of Works meeting, and so then that that did pass and so uh, they'll they're set up to get ready to get things pulled together for their event uh, come april 1st all right and then uh, moving on to the uh, council meeting um you had uh, more requests uh funding these were uh, belterra requests one for the uh, ksla and then also uh, the ripley county uh, community foundation and uh, you want to take these uh, one by one uh, you got the uh, ksla uh, Yes, and so the, the KSLA is the Kiwanis Student Leadership Academy. And so it is a, the Kiwanis organization here in Batesville has had this leadership academy for high school students for a, a number of years. Uh, even back while I was on the school board, it was something that was um, had been going on for a number of years. And so uh, they have done a, a project every winter around Christmas time where they have wanted to decorate um, it started off in Brumwoods, where they decorated Brumwoods, and people could walk through the lights that they installed. And, and so that was, I think they did that for a couple of years, and that worked out really well, except for the fact that there's really not electric in Brumwoods. And so then they, they wanted to move out of there because they had to bring in generators, which then, of course, made a lot of noise. And so it just wasn't as peaceful and as serene, I think, as they would have liked. And so then they... We moved them over to the, or they asked to be moved over to Liberty Park and set it up in Liberty Park. And so uh, I think they were there last year. And and so, and I think they were, I think COVID kind of messed things up for a year or two in, in there also. Yeah, and they had it at the high school. They had it at the high school. Yeah. And so they've gone through some gyrations. And so they wanted to um, do it again this year. And so they came to council and asked for $5,000 of Belterra funds so that they could buy, replace the lights that they have lost. And so, uh, and I say lost, I, I, I don't mean they misplaced them. And so we have this problem. Uh, the, the most major problem in the city of Batesville dur- during the fall season is squirrels because uh, the 
Chamber of Commerce tried it a couple years ago of having a drive-through Christmas decorating thing at at out Liberty Park, and then Kiwanis or the KSLA had it last year, and both groups ended up losing almost all their lights because the local squirrels love to chew the electrical cords, electric lines of that the light bulbs are wound into and chew them up and the next day they are totally worthless Mm. and so um we've had we've learned some hard lessons or these groups have learned some hard lessons and so uh, they're going to do it this year on one night and then round all the lights up before the squirrels have a chance to (laughs) feast on the on the electric so um so they came to council and asked for a one-time shot to so they can get some lights pulled together because they want to do it again. And so council was very gracious and gave them $5,000 so that they can, they can go out and, and replace the lights that were lo- that were eaten. And so they can pr- have their program. And it, it's a program that lots of people have attended over the years. And it, it's a great opportunity for young people to, to give back to our community. And so it, um, council saw that and recognized that and then awarded them the funds that they need so they can purchase lights and uh, next up was the uh, ripley county community foundation um, amy streer the executive director uh, regarding the uh, reads across uh, ripley county program which uh, we've had uh, several stories on uh, on the air and online on wrbiradio.com and uh, she came before council with a uh, belterra funds request as well regarding the uh, reads across ripley county program yes and so they had a uh, they've come away joined up with this project i think it's a part of the reese across america project if i've got that right Mm -hmm. and uh, they needed to raise sixty thousand dollars total she made she had to fill out a a request thing for um for us um in advance so we could get it out to the city councilman so that she did that last week in the meantime she's raised some additional funds so that they needed to raise sixty thousand total when she got to the meeting Monday night, she had already she was up to fifty thousand and change, and so then I think city council then helped make up that difference, um, and so it's most times city council wants to have something that has some length to it that that will it isn't just a one time shot and thrown away and gone forever that they like to have something that's going to have some continuation to it, and so uh, in this case. Uh, there is some continuation if they raise the 60,000 I think then the Ripley County Community Foundation gets some of that gets to keep some of that money and they'll put it into a fund that will help fund other projects similar type of projects down the road for years to come and so I think that's what helped uh, city council get comfortable with it and and so at the end of the at the end of the of the discussion they a motion was made to um fund fund the rest fund that project i don't remember if it was nine thousand or if it was nine thousand and change i don't uh, uh i have nine thousand on my yeah notes. i think he made a motion for nine i think tracy made a motion for nine thousand and so then that passed and so um there will be funding for that and because uh, ob- obviously that's happening quickly i mean that that has to happen like right now and so 
that did pass. And so, again, I think council made a good choice in, in helping to invest some money in, into local things that people can enjoy. And certainly this is a case where the wreaths are being placed at, in, in cemeteries at grave sites of uh, soldiers uh, who have served in the armed forces. And uh, I think there was like 700 uh, plus grave sites in the city of Batesville alone. And so that those funds then will help pay for those wreaths to go around the city of Batesville. And then, of course, the uh, Tracy you're referring to is the council member Tracy Rolfus, uh, Rolfing. So, uh, yeah, so uh, so with that, uh, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out and we'll continue our look back at Monday night's Batesville City Council meeting with Mayor Mike Bettis right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let to go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville to go. Big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our monthly visit with Batesville Mayor Mike Bettis. And uh, Mr. Mayor, uh, one thing was in the uh, old business. This is a carryover from last month where it was first proposed. But this is actually a, a first reading of a, a proposed ordinance. And this is regarding uh, no parking on Hillcrest Avenue between Maine and Walnut. And this is uh, an initiative that was brought forth by Councilman Jim Fritch last month. That is correct. And so this is actually something we've, it was first talked about last month as just as an idea, as, as a possible proposal. And after the discussion at last month's meeting, they'd asked um, Doug Wilson, our city attorney, to put together a ordinance for this. And so that was completed and it was presented to council as this month as a first reading. And it, we had... Um, Mr. Uh, Councilman Fritch had made a um, put together some slides of some some of the things that are happening a, around the on Hillcrest, and so this is a, a section of Hillcrest Avenue, which is between Main Street and Walnut Street. So it's one block wide, and there's truly three houses that live on that one block. Um, one that faces that is on the north side of Hillcrest, which is faces Walnut Street, one that is on the north side of Hillcrest that faces Main Street, and then there's a third house and across the street, with this, which is on the south side of Hillcrest, which mainly faces Walnut, but runs the entire uh, width of, the, of, of that street. So the, and so the proposal was to have no parking on both sides of that, of that road. And so there was um, spirited debate, as I like to say. And so there was a lot of discussion about it. And there was no real conclusion drawn at the end of the discussion. It, it, like we do whenever we have an ordinance, it goes through two, reading, two readings. This is the first reading. So as to give everybody, try, try to get as much information out so all the city councilmen can have the information and have some time to think about what's the what they think is a right thing to do long term. And so that, that debate happened. Uh, we had, um, as I said, Councilman Fritch made a presentation. The neighbors both had an opportunity to speak, and they did. Uh, I think we had um, some input then from one of the bus drivers who was in attendance at the meeting. 
And so we had the opportunity to learn a lot about it and understand it a little bit better. So we will that will be out there and we'll bring it back for a second reading then next month so that we can make a decision on what's the right plan long term. And so it really boils down to how do we make sure that we have that street open for uh, buses and garbage and emergency vehicles be able to get up and down the street without it being blocked and then hopefully trying to get to a point where the neighbors can figure out how to um, work around each other, work with each other so as to not block the street. And so we, um, I think we had a good debate. I, I hope everybody learned a little bit from that discussion on Monday night and hopefully then we'll be able to get to a to a reasonable solution that will help everybody uh, enjoy their their homes and be able to use the street safely. Yeah, because you had um, you know you had uh, folks against the proposal and uh, you know the neighbors, and then also some other folks who live on other streets, neighboring streets, who uh, voice their their opposition to it because they feel like there's a precedent that uh, would yes. be set. Yeah, yeah, and so uh, it's interesting that. And so part of the challenge with that street, and then there's two more that are like it. So Hillcrest is not as wide as most city streets. Most city streets around Batesville are 20, 22 feet wide. Um, This street is 19 feet wide. So there really is not room to have two cars parked on both sides of the street. Because if you do, then the the street itself, there's no way to pass through that area. There are two two other streets just like it. Um, The next one is Franklin to the north and then north of that is the third one kipper and all three of those streets have this same challenge of not being a what i'll call a full width street and and so on the other two in franklin and kipper the the neighbors have been able to work together and find a way to make sure that they don't park um next to each other and block the street they they have been able to work that out and it's worked out well for many years without any issue uh and uh, unfortunately, that has not worked out so well on Hillcrest here recently. And so there's been some unhappiness about that. And so I'm, we're hoping that we can still find a way to to um, get everybody on the same page and maybe find a, a similar solution. Uh, because I'd hate for this to become a precedent then that would automatically then would somebody would say, well, let's change the other two at the same time and make them all this way. If... <laughs> It's always best if government can stay out of it, neighbors can figure it out on their own. I think we had one of our city councilmen yeah. express that exact mm-hmm. sentiment, and I thought he was spot on that, hey, uh, there's oh, um, there's got to be a way for folks to work this out. And, and so we're hope- I'm still hopeful that we will find a, a an easier solution than coming to a point where we have to make an, no parking on both sides. That just seems to be a little bit too much, but... Council will work on that. They'll have a chance to think about it, and then we'll bring it back next month. All right. So, again, that will be uh, December 12th, and uh, that's when yes. the second reading will take place at the uh, December 12th meeting. So, All right. And then um, uh, Clerk Treasurer uh, Paul Gates had some good news. The uh, 2023 budget has been approved by the state. Yeah, I tell you, um, uh, I think my first year here uh, in 2016, we proposed a budget, and I don't think we got the answer until sometime early 20, 2017. 
and and it was a month at least into the into the calendar year and we still had not gotten gotten the official okay on the budget and so it just was awkward uh, we we kind of you know we had a pretty good guess we were going to get money and we're actually getting money but it just it was never confirmed and so last year and this year we've actually gotten a, a, an answer in november and so it is uh hats off to the folks in in indianapolis and and down at for sales and and Brook, brookville for being able to get that paperwork turned in get it processed get it approved get it back to us uh it here we are the middle of november and we already have our what they call 1782 for next year and uh, we're in good shape financially for this year uh, we've got a budget now set for next year so we're off to a good start for for 2023 and I heard the uh, relief in your voice on Monday night when uh, you, you talked about it. So. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there is. And so uh, obviously we live in we've lived in some strange times, yes. you know, with, with the covid for two years. And then we're going through this challenge now of of inflation and who knows what's happening next with the economy, if there's uh, a recession coming or not. I mean, only time will tell. But uh fortunately we are set up to to be able to take care of it nature will take its course and we'll do our very best to take care of it so all right well uh, mayor mike bez from city of batesville we appreciate your time and uh, this morning and uh, continued success and uh, if i don't see you before then uh, have a happy thanksgiving and uh, we'll do this again next month well thank you so much and happy thanksgiving to you and uh, be happy to be back and come december so we can talk about what what's coming up and uh as we're getting ready for the holiday season and i'll, I'll give one plug for an upcoming event and so it's one of my favorite of the years is, is every every christmas season i think it's december 2nd this year friday december 2nd that we have our holiday tree lighting christmas tree lighting and the chamber has their chamber parade and so that will all happen on friday night i think that starts somewhere around five o'clock give or take and uh, we we will be a part of the chamber parade and go through our usual route around downtown. And then as the parade finishes up, then we'll gather with Santa, hopefully, and, and light the Christmas tree. Uh, we don't have the Christmas tree up yet, but it will be up, hopefully be up here in the next couple of weeks. And so we'll be ready to go and looking forward to it. And it's always a fun night and we hope people will come out and join us. Well, Mayor Mike Bess from the city of Batesville, thank you again for your time this morning. Thank you. Have a great day.